This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to another episode of Hafta from very wet and rainy Delhi. We have got the much needed relief from three horrible days. But elsewhere in the country things are uh, flooding at an alarming rate which we shall discuss in the Hafta today. Uh, before we get into the headlines and the intros I have an announcement to make an important one. Uh, as you know, we are planning a live recording of Awful and Awesome in July at 6 p.m. on the 10th of July at Seminar Hall, Kamla Devi Complex at IIC Delhi near Khan Market. This is Lodi Estate. Uh, we will have tea followed by some snacks and a recording of Awful and Awesome. This is for subscribers only, uh, and we'll also do a bit of subscriber meetup after that. Uh, now because uh, this meetup is in long overdue we are going to have a few more in other parts of the country as well but there are limited seats so to attend please write to subscription at newslawney.com i repeat subscription at newslawney.com and if you're being a plus one do include that in the mail from the live recording onwards all subsequent awful and awesomes will also be behind the paywall like the hafta so therefore you will have to subscribe i would recommend you download the app because that makes the podcast experience much easier So do become subscribers so you can get all our content behind the paywall. Well, now let's get into the introduction of the panel. Uh with me in the studio is Ravan Kripal. Hi sir. Hi. Manisha Pandey. Hello. Joining us on the phone line is Jayashree. Hi Jayashree. Hi. You're on the hafta after quite a while, right? Yeah, I think it's been 2 weeks. Right. Feels like longer. And joining us also on the phone line is Amit Kumar. Hi Amit. Hi, hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Amit is the executive editor of East Mojo. Uh, it's the northeast's largest independent digital multimedia platform he's earlier been with the economic times and business today twocircles.net and has also contributed to article 14 so amit where are you positioned i am currently based out of guwahati i see but uh, do you end up traveling a lot around there i mean how long have you been with Art, uh, east mojo now i've been with east mojo since november 2020 but i've been in and out of assam since 2016 So I lived. I was living in uh, near Kaziranga for about a year in 2020. Hmm. I moved to Guwahati for this job, but I was working freelance. So that time I was all over. So near Kaziranga, somewhere near Tezpur. I mean, you live there? What? No, not near Tezpur. I was near the. So there are three ranges in Kaziranga: the western, central, and eastern. Hmm. So I was on the eastern range. So the furthest range from if you're going from Guwahati, it will be the furthest range. It's closer to Jorhat, for example. So I was I was living uh, in a ta- subdivision town called Bokakhat, mm-hmm. and I was based there for about a year and a half. Right. So I've been observing floods for quite some time now. Yeah, it's horrible there. I mean, in fact, just today we are recording this at 3 p.m. on Thursday, the 30th of June. There have been uh, landslides in Tripura. Some more landslides today. Yeah, in fact, one in Manipur. Landslides in Tripura. Just a couple of hours ago, we updated a story from uh, Manipur, where a district called None is one of the newer districts. Seven people have died in landslides over there. There have been there's an army jawan missing in Arunachal. There have been landslides, uh, quite a few landslide related deaths in Meghalaya since the beginning of April. May there were quite a few. The beginning of June also there were quite a few. So yeah, I mean the situation to put it mildly is like pretty grim. Yeah, in fact that's one of the main issues we'll be discussing today. But first let's get the headlines. Jayashree, if you could please do the honors. Yes. So here are the headlines for the week. A Hindu tailor was beheaded in Udaipur by two Muslim men. The tailor was allegedly targeted over a social media post he'd put up supporting former BJP spokesperson Nupur Sharma. 
A curfew has been imposed and the internet has been suspended in the state. The two men have been arrested. NIA has taken over investigation of the case. Uh, the culprits are also believed by investigators to have links to a Karachi-based religious movement. Maharashtra Chief Minister Udav Thakre resigned on Wednesday night shortly after the Supreme Court declined to stay a flow test called by the governor, which will take place today, Thursday. Devendra Fadnavis is set to stake claim to the Chief Minister's post for the third time. The flood situation in Assam has worsened following heavy rains. As of June 28th, I think the total death count since April 6th is 139. On Wednesday, the rebel Shiv Sena MLAs from Maharashtra decided to contribute 51 lakhs to the Chief Minister's relief fund. This is after they were criticized for staying at a luxury hotel in Gohati while parts of Assam witnessed severe floods. In Manipur, at least 55 Indian Army personnel and civilians are missing. Two are confirmed dead after a massive landslide hit on Wednesday night. Meanwhile, Alt News co-founder Mohammed Zubair was arrested on June 27th for allegedly hurting religious sentiments. This is in connection with a tweet he posted in 2018. He is in police custody now, and the Delhi police have brought him to Bangalore today to recover his laptop and other electronic evidence. Hmm. Activist Tista Satalwal and former cop R.V. Shrikumar were arrested by the Gujarat police a day after the Supreme Court upheld the clean chit given by a special investigation team to Modi over the 2002 Gujarat riots. So Satalwad and Zakia Jafri had filed a petition challenging the SIT's clean chit. The arrests were condemned by the UN Human Rights Office, but the Ministry of External Affairs has called this an interference. Four of the OAC-led AIMIM's five MLAs in Bihar have joined the RJD. So what this means is that the RJD is now the single largest party in the state assembly. It has 80 MLAs now, while the BJP has 77. In Germany, Prime Minister Modi attended the G7 summit where he said India will do what it thinks is best in the interest of its own energy security when it comes to the question of global oil trade. G7 leaders were looking at more sanctions and an oil price cap to tighten the financial squeeze against Russia. Reliance Information Limited Chairman Mukesh Ambani has stepped down from his position as chairman and director of Reliance Geo. His older son Akash Ambani will take over while his daughter Isha is said to be named as chairperson of the Reliance Conglomerate Retail Unit. Finally, in the United States, the Supreme Court, in a 5-4 decision, has officially reversed Roe versus Wade, which declares the constitutional right to abortion no longer exists. This has led to widespread protests across the country. That's the headlines. So in Guwahati, there are certain areas which are like, you know, the joke is that even if somebody sneezes, it will get floods. So because... These are literally, as you said, built on wetlands. Wet so, I mean, Brahmaputra flows through Guwahati, right? So, it had a huge floodplain, like, you know, the buffer zone, so to speak. And all of that has been increased to, I mean, astonishing levels. And just as, like, say, Bangalore has lost almost, what, 70 to 80 lakes, if I'm not wrong, in the last 30 years. So, the same is with um, Guwahati, too. In Guwahati, there is just no concept of, you know, Guwahati surrounded by hills. If you've been, if one of you have been here, you'll see that there are a lot of hills around Guwahati. Right. So a lot of water from the hills would have a lot of territory to flow into. So if you are heading from the, say for example, if you're coming from the airport side, there's a place called Deepor Bill. Okay, now it's a Ramsar protected site and that area is humongous, like huge. But slowly and slowly you have you have structures built inside. Some of them are Sarkari institutions, like you know. In Guwahati, it was, it is not even, like I told, I was telling people like, what did you expect? It's raining in Guwahati, so it will get flooded. But in Guwahati, the term flooded can almost be interchangeably used with water logging. Now, I just would like to point out last year, while we were going through the mother of all pandemic problems, Assam was actually going through a severe drought situation. In September, 
East Mojo did a uh, like a 15-20 minute documentary on how droughts had like you know caused huge uh, loss for farmers. So that's what I'm also was trying to explain that this idea of rains leading to floods is almost being shifted on its head because rain is just one component of the flood. It's also the water discharge from dams or you know from embankments, and then there are the embankments. Last year, I'll give you an example. Again, the place where I used to live, Bukagat, it is um, a subdivision. The district is Golagat. So there, the water from uh, there is a river called Dhansri, which joins uh, Brahmaputra later in the Kaziranga uh, National Park. So this town is on the banks of the Dhansri River. Dhansri did not. It wasn't like there was a lot of rains in Bukagat. The land was dry, but water was released from Nagaland from the Doyang uh, electro, hydroelectric project because the rains in Nagaland and the water got caught here. So this idea that you can stop water doesn't make any sense. The percentage of population that lives on the floodplain is not that high. So not that we are doing it, but if it was required, they can be resettled. But in Assam, almost half the population is living in an area that would technically be called a floodplain. So there is no, there's no way you can move them anywhere. Is that correct? Is 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 that kind of uh, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. See, like if you at one point there were 32 districts that were under flood. And out of 33 districts or 35 districts, I mean, sorry, so, but almost 95% of the state is flooded. So then what do you do? Right? Mm. Historically, it is the NC hills, North erstwhile North Kachar hills, now the Karbi Anglong, Dimansa area. They are the ones that will not be flooded because, you know, then answer lies in the name, they are hills. But now this time, the damage was from landslides. Mm. And now if you connect, what, what caused the landslide? It's very simple. Since 2000, um, in two, from 2000 until now, in 22 years, Dimansa, which at one point was 80% forested area, has lost almost 20% of its forest cover. Dima Asao, which if you remember the floods in May, which was essentially Dima Asao, Karbi Anglong, not Karbi so much as much as Dima Asao. Dima Asao in March, it is also the most forest fire you know, prone district in India. Hmm. You have a district that is the most forest fire prone, which also becomes the worst hit by floods. Today, we have a band here in Jaipur where shopkeepers have voluntarily, you know, come out and they have decided to go on a day-long band. Hmm. And uh, several offices were also shut. And so were uh, several offices and markets were shut in Jaisalmer also, in Jodhpur also. And Udaipur is already shut. It's under, you know, it's under the police, this thing. Security has been beefed up there. And curfew, there was curfew there, right? Yeah, there's a curfew. There's a curfew. Security has been beefed up. But because Rajasthan in Jaipur, there was no curfew. We just had 144 imposed. But after this incident today, you know, the shopkeepers voluntarily, it was a peaceful march also. They took out a peaceful march where they did demanded justice. We were thinking that this is going to go out of control. uh, Mm. It is going to go out of control, not just in the state. Mm. It is going to spread all over the country. Mm. I mean, the way they, way the politicians, you know, capitalize on such things. The way the news channels are going. Yes. Mm. So we thought of it. the way the videos uh, got viral. uh, but, But I think that the politicians this time in this particular case, uh, they were not so irresponsible. Uh, maybe there is a blackout in, in the state. I mean, nobody is talking too much about yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, the this, this silver lining to this horribly dark cloud is that it is not a bin that rhetoric isn't being drummed up for the kind of violence that one would assume, uh, you know, has happened in the past when things like this have happened. 
so there was no garlanding and stuff like that that was happening this yeah. time so no but that will not happen in this case also no but in in whatever way i i just think the news channel i think the new the, yeah. the news channels have displayed a horrible that their worst has been on display whether it's a kind of visuals that they have in fact like vanisha has pointed out uh, in the nuisance rahul shiv shankar in the in his debate was saying that you know was questioning i don't know whether he was being cute or cheeky or rhetoric that if there can be a blasphemy law uh, in muslim countries or for someone who has said something about the prophet kalburgi and uh, gauri lankesh and all should also be beheaded first of all they're dead so they can't really be beheaded right that should there be a law for beheading if you insult hindu i mean hmm. the the news channels are worse than the worst mobs in the kind of shit that they say first and foremost um, if you i don't know if you guys noticed or not but even during the you know the backlash to alleged blasphemy by before sharma there were no big no protests in assam hmm. so everything was like the himanta biswa sharma i mean some people lauded him like writing publications like this is how you control it and they compared bengal versus assam for example you know to show that you know how tensions flared up in bengal but nothing happened in assam hmm. and district administration stepped, stepped in and they said ki there is no protest nobody is doing any protest nothing no, no no doing nothing and then let's not forget the state is also in the middle of the worst flood in the recent times right hmm. so like if you think of it in that right now sure see there is that media which i mean even we don't watch assamese media frankly speaking because why but um, you know they there was an attempt to flare up but uh, frankly speaking it's not an issue here because um, as you can see and the whole point of me being on this show is because we have far bigger problems to deal with right now they made a very progressive step in the 70s or whenever right when roe versus wade came in right. so to overturn that decades later like there is no reasoning to step backwards for it but i think in the uk um, i think abortion is criminalized in england and scotland i think it's legally you can only carry it out in the first 24 weeks so comparisons to say that one country is better than the other i don't think they work like i think you are right in that mm, but then the... it's not a but here states can arbitrarily decide fetal viability na that's the problem yes now is, now yeah. some states are like okay right at the time of you know like complete ban even in the uk i don't think you'd have any region there which completely bans it making it illegal after 28 weeks you can debate it i don't think it should be illegal so to speak that you'll be criminalized for it but of course there are medical complications there has to be a time huh. which has to be a cut off but in india yeah, in, the, in, in, which the is UK, seven months in the uk you can great. legally carry it out in the first 24 weeks but so in india in the last so. few months there have been so many cases of exceptional cases when people have gone to the courts and the courts have allowed it yeah. beyond a certain time and i mean those can be taken but yeah i i guess in a country like america i get to think although amazon has uh, announced that it will give all its workers who are in states that have banned it and if they want an abortion they will reimburse them for the travel to a state which does allow it i was going to say about those companies that are now stepping forward like h&m and everything saying that we'll pay for our employees to travel so they can go and access safe abortions and so on i mean it's great it's sort of show of solidarity and all but also i mean If I was in a position where I wanted to get an abortion, do I really want to depend on my employer and hope that this information that I'm this extremely sensitive, extremely difficult information that I'm handing over to them is this something that I want to do? Is that a position I want to be put in? Do I have to worry about my health insurance will usually come from my employer? Will it cover the cost of this abortion as well? Like I think there are a lot of like random things to factor into it. Whereas like on paper it sounds it is great that companies are saying they will support their employees but there's always a catch 
And I wouldn't want to put my faith into my employer just because my government is letting me down, you know. So I feel like it puts people into awkward situations. No, absolutely. I don't think it's an ideal situation. The government should not be putting, you know, its citizens at risk. All of you listening in, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers are served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.